worship, we just worship and worship and worship and worship. That's what is going to be one day. We will just worship him. Amen. It will be just be worshiping him. Uh, and we'll be lost in his presence. Uh, we'll be lost in his presence, in his glorious and wonderful presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because as a Christian, we must enjoy. Sometimes what you have to enjoy is just to enjoy his presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes what you have to enjoy is to enjoy what? Is to enjoy his presence. It's just to enjoy to be with him, worshiping him, glorifying him. It's one of the duty of a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. To enjoy his presence. Many of those who have walked with God wonderfully, powerfully, they were enjoying his presence. The other day we were talking about David. David was the man who the Bible said that, um, he said that I rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to spend a thousand elsewhere. He rather be found in the presence of God than to be elsewhere. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And uh, as a true Christian, one of the things that we must enjoy, it is Him. His glory, His wonderful presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Just to enjoy his presence. Just to enjoy his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then today, this afternoon, let us go straight to the word of God from the book of First Kings, chapter 10. We're going to read from verse number 4, going downwards. When the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon in the palace he has built, the food on his table, the sitting of his official, the attending servants in their robe, the cup barriers, and the burnt offering he has made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. Verse number six. She said to the king, The report I had in my own country about your achievement and your wisdom, it is true. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my eyes. Indeed, not even half was told me. In wisdom and wealth, you have far exceeded the report I had. Uh. How happy your people must be. How happy your official who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. 
Praise be to the Lord your God who have delighted in you and placed you in the throne of Israel because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel. He has made you a king to maintain justice and righteousness. Verse number 22, the Bible says that the king had fleet of trading ship at the sea along the shift, ships of Hiram. Once every three years in return, carrying gold and silver, ivory and apes, even baboons. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Is, 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 is it a Sunday service really where we are all in our place where we can hear each other nicely? You know, Amen. it was supposed to be a day where you say hallelujah and you have, we, we can feel like we are in one place. We are all of us. We can respond. It's a Sunday. We are not really at our waking place where we're going to say, I know somebody, we must create time for God where we say just that. We want to have a wonderful service where we can hear each other very well. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let us go through this word. First King chapter 10, verse number 4. When the Queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he has built. Okay, here is the Queen of Sheba. The Bible said that this Queen of Sheba just came from her country, coming to visit Solomon. And she, she we, we heard that she even had questions. She had questions, hard questions, not just questions, hard questions. And the Bible said that she went to that, okay, I want to go with this question and go and ask the king, Solomon, because from what we are reading now, she have heard about the wisdom of Solomon. She have heard about how God is manifesting in Israel, that the way that he is manifesting in wisdom, the way that he is manifesting indeed in action through Solomon it have never been seen the Bible said that the queen of Sheba went from her country carrying spices large quantity of gold precious stones and she was coming to hear to Solomon this kind of wisdom to see the splendor of what God is doing in Israel and the Bible said that when she arrived in Israel, to her amazement, to her surprise, she was like, oh, you know, I have heard things when I was in my country. I've heard about things. But when I came here, what I saw, it cannot be compared with what I, what I, what I saw is much greater. What I saw, I am overwhelmed. She was overwhelmed with what she saw. She was overwhelmed. She have never had anything she have had in this place. She have never, even what they try to describe for her, how splendorous, how wonderful is this part. Based on the wisdom of Solomon, 
Hey, the Bible said when she when she saw, when she heard, oh, she was overwhelmed. She was like, it cannot be compared with what I have seen. Hallelujah. Amen. It cannot be compared with what I have seen. Uh, what she have seen is much greater. Uh, you know, when I'm teaching like this, when I, I'm teaching like this, giving the word of God, and I can, I can hear Rendani saying Amen. God is telling me, very soon I will be preaching, and you will be at work. Sometimes you are going to be busy at your working place. Amen. And I will just amen. miss Rendani, who was gonna be saying Amen the way you are saying Amen. That's what God just told me that hey, enjoy her during the day as it lasts. Just the way she say amen, she will be. I can see sometimes she will be leading meetings in her working place. Congratulations. Then what the queen of Sheba have seen it was far more greater the, you know the because of wisdom hey this the things which were happening there it was glamour it was wonderful i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. it was Amen. wonderful but i want to tell you this these were the results of what of wisdom Amen. The wisdom which was operating in the life of who? Of Solomon. It was just a result. Amen. You know, let me tell you this. Like we have been talking about this in several days. There must be a result. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. To talk is cheap. To say I have met God is cheap, but there must be what? There must be results. Amen. There must be what? There must be results. There must be a proof that Solomon have met God. There must be a proof that there must be a, what? a divine encounter. After that divine encounter, there must be what? There must be there must be manifestation and there must be results. As in the life of Solomon, it was not just talk that, hey, you know, I had this wonderful vision. God visited me. He told me he has given me wisdom. After when you have said that he has given me, we must see the wisdom manifesting. We must see God we doing what? Manifesting. It was the same thing with Moses. Moses could say, ah, you know, I was in the mountain looking for my father's lost sheep. As I was looking for my father's lost sheep, God appeared in the burning bush. It is God who appeared. The bush was burning, but when I when I approached, it was not really burning. I just hear the voice. It's a supernatural encounter. And Moses could say that God say, let my people go. Daring to Pharaoh, looking at Pharaoh face to face, the dangerous Pharaoh, and said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh, 
They are saying that what? Let my people go. Amen. Well, Moses, are you sure God have talked to you? Are you sure you have met God? Pharaoh could not believe Moses. Pharaoh knew. This Pharaoh knew Moses. This Pharaoh, not only that he, he knew Moses, he grew up with Moses. He said, Moses, you saying that God have talked to you? How possible is that? But I'm telling you, the Bible said that, hey, Moses said that, okay, let me show you some sign. I will show you some stuff that I could not do when I was growing with you. Amen. He took the stuff, he threw it, and he turned into a snake. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And turned to be what? A snake. Amen. What? And he talked to the magician. When he talked to the magician, the magician tried to do what Moses have done. Their stuff changed to be a snake. But the Bible said that the snake of Moses swallowed all their snakes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's me. Okay. But at the beginning, Pharaoh was not convinced. Pharaoh was like, okay, maybe now Moses is a magician. Now Moses has become a Sangoma also. Now Moses is a what? It's a magician. Moses, when Pharaoh, when Moses begin to perform signs and wonders, also Pharaoh thought what? Ah, uh, the magicians. Okay, when there is a baby, that one can be on silence, please. But if there's no baby, we can continue as normal. Then, where... His magician tried to fake also that miracle. The Bible said that, okay, so said, okay now I understand. These are magic, magic tricks. These are, this is just a magic. Moses now is like my magician. Moses now is like a, is like a Sangoma. But the Bible says that because Moses had the encounter with God, the more Pharaoh said no, the more Pharaoh said no, the more the signs and wonders increased. Amen. Until it reached a level where Moses, where Moses' signs and wonders were greatest. And the magician themselves could confirm, could confirm that hey, Pharaoh, this is not Moses. This is not Moses being a magician. This is not time of Moses where he's trying to do some tricks. This is the finger of God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Moses have met with God. This is what? This is a finger of God. Amen. It's not Amen. magic. This one we can't try. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. I'm saying to us this afternoon there will be a manifestation. Amen. Amen. There will be a proof that you are 
spending your time with God, that you are worshiping a living God, that you are not worshiping an idol. Sometimes some people, when you are praying, they say, you are talking alone, you are worshiping an idol. Some people, they will even say, oh, you worship what? Oh, you worship God through Jesus. Jesus Christ is your way. But now they say, no, we worship ancestors. Some, they say, oh, we worship God straight. Some of them say, worship through Buddha and all that. Like the prophet of Baal. The Bible says that by that time, these prophets of Baal, they were allies even with, with Jezebel. They were allied with Jezebel. They they captured the government of the time in which those who are serving God, it was seemed like they must be arrested, they must be killed. But that time they were killed. But the Bible said that there was a man of God who had said, I have met God, God talked to me by the name of Elijah. Amen. The Bible said, Elijah said that, okay, let us try, it is time to prove power. It is time to see who is the living God. It is time to see who is the God who answered by fire. Sometimes you must reach where the level that God must prove his power. God, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. It is the time, this time where the Sangoma must prove his show his power, the witches must try, but our God must manifest with what? With real power. So that they may know that we do what? We worship a living God. So that they know that we are not just praying day and night. So that they may know we are not just spending time in the presence of God. There is a spiritual being, God, who is the creator of earth, who can do anything, anytime, and anywhere. Whom we are fellowshipping with, whom we are singing for, whom we are praying in the whole of our heart, whom we are giving. There is a living God, a spiritual God. And the Bible says that one man with God by the name of Elijah, on the other side there was a camp, the whole camp of many prophets of Baal. So, okay, we're going to do. The God who will answer by fire is what? It's God. He's the one who needs to be worshipped. The Bible says that, the Bible says that, there was an altar. The altar was, was put. And the Bible said that on this altar, it was said that God will answer by fire and consume the sacrifice. This is going to be the God who must be worshipped. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that those who were worshipping Baal, they tried the whole day. They tried to cut themselves. They tried. Elijah was even making fun of them. What I'm talking about is found in the book of 1 Kings chapter 18. That means if you are in the book of Kings, very soon we will be in this, in this, in this portion of the Bible. Then the Bible says that they tried the whole day. Elijah was even making fun of them. He said, maybe Baal is asleep. Do more. Cut yourself more. 
do your incantation more. Maybe Bali went into a journey. Try more. Uh, Try and Bal next. Bal could not answer. Bal could not appear. Bal could not do any sign. Amen. And the Bible said that when it is time for Elijah, and he called God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, and Jehovah appear by fire. Everybody who was there, they could tell that indeed Elijah have heard from God. Everybody who was there could tell that Elijah is worshiping a living God. I don't know who are those who are ridiculing you, who are making fun of you who are, when you are praying, when you are spending your time in the presence of God. But I'm here to tell you to you, the time has come. Jehovah is about to answer by fire. Jehovah is about to answer by miracle. Jehovah is about to do what no man can ever do. That there will be a proof that our God is not dead. Our God is a living God. Our God performs miracles. I don't know what you have been crying for day and night. But I'm here to say to you as a servant of the living God. Very soon, you will testify in Jesus' name. Very soon, you will forget that there was a time that you ever cried. They will forget that there was a time that you were struggling for this miracle. Because the time for God to answer by fire has arrived. The time has arrived that there will be manifestation like this of Solomon, where the king of Sheba, when she saw she the Bible, she was overwhelmed. Because there was a tangible proof that Solomon have had, have met God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. There is going to be a what? A tangible proof that we worship a living God. There will be a tangible result that we do what? We worship a living God. If it's a a proof, it will be a car. A car is coming, you will drive a better car. If it's a house, there will be a tangible proof of a house in Jesus' name. If it's a job, a better job will manifest to show that you do what? You worship a living God. The Bible says that one time Elijah said that if I be the man of God, let the fire fall. Elijah needed fire, that's why he called fire. Today, you may not be looking for fire, you may be looking for God, You a job. I'm 
saying, if I be the man of God, let the job manifest. Amen. Let the things turn around. If I, if you have called me to speak on your behalf, I say, let the situation change. Let what God said it will happen. Let it come to pass. And if Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. In the life of Elijah, there was a what? A tangible throne. I want to tell you today, anointing is too strong. This is our day number 10 of 10. Don't expect ordinary things to happen after today. Expect extraordinary. Things which were happening to the life of Solomon was what? Extraordinary. Let me tell you this. This woman, the queen of Sheba, she was not just a nobody. She was a queen. She had a palace. She had gold. She was rich. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. But when she came to the palace of Solomon, she thought, oh, I've never seen anything like this. She felt like a civilian for the first time. Because what God was doing in Israel was what? Was supernatural. Was extraordinary. I'm trying to say something supernatural, something extraordinary, which will reveal the glory of God in our life. It's about to take place in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Bible, when you read very well, verse number 9 of First King chapter 10, the Bible said the queen, I don't, I believe the queen of Sheba, she was not really the worshiper, but after one she has seen what she has seen. The Bible said, praise be the, to the Lord your God. Who have delighted in you and placed you on the throne of Israel. I'm saying to you, I see a Sangoma worshipping God because of you. I see some witches worshipping God. Who will say that if God can bless somebody like this, if God can give a job like a business like this, if God can make somebody big like this, ah, praise be to your God. Let me tell you this. It was not Moses who was saying this is the finger of God. It was the witches and wizards and sangomas of Egypt who have seen the signs and wonders that Jehovah has performed, but they could not hold it. But they said, this is not a demon. This is not a, we know the devil. They were saying, we know the devil, we serve him. This is not the devil. This is God. 
I'm saying to you, people that who are not even Christian, even Muslim, even Buddhist, they are the one who are about to confirm that you do what you are worshiping a living God. The Bible says that even the first people to be called Christian in Antioch were not being called that they were Christian by believers. It was unbelievers who have seen Christ. I'm saying that the power of God is about to be seen in our lives. Unbelievers are about to confirm. And begin to say, praise be to your God. As I'm speaking this word of God, it is prophetic and I'm already prophesying because it shall come to pass. When that man and that woman and that Sangoma begin to worship your God and glorify your God because what you have done in your life, don't be surprised. Remember this day. Remember what? This day. Because somebody is about to be overwhelmed and they can't handle what they see. They can't handle what God is doing. They can't handle what God is about to do. But they will say, ah, you will hear for the first time, ah, this person who does not go to church, why are they praying in tongues? Why are they saying, hey, your God is a great God. It's because of what Jehovah is about to do. There will be a proof. You know, sometimes we worship God without a proof. But what I'm saying this afternoon, I'm saying that there will be a proof. Say there will be a proof. There will be a proof. In my life. In my family, in my country, all over the way, in my bank account, in my children, in my career, in my business. That I worship a living God. In the name of Jesus. By fire, by force. In the name of Jesus. Say what God is about to do. In my life. In my family. In my country. In my career. In my bank account. It's great. It's wonderful. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Well, well let, let us reserve the best for this evening. I can tell already this is very, very wonderful. It's just a midday service. Can you say, my day is blessed? My day my family is blessed. My career is blessed. My bank account is blessed. My documents are blessed. My houses are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Say everything is turning around for my good. Say I am succeeding. I am prospering. I am blessed. Say I am unstoppable. I am unkillable. I will not die before my time. I am blessed. Say my family is blessed. My countries are blessed. Say devil. Take off your hand from my everything in the name of Jesus. Before we finish the last one, let us just talk one minute for about verse number 22. Listen to this one. The king had a fleet of trading ships at the sea along with the ships of Haram. This is a business. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. I don't know whether you have any plan, you have never dreamed about it, but there will be peace. The king by wisdom, he, he, might, he also have ships, businesses. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May God give you that idea to make business and make billions in the name of Jesus Christ. May you have the idea where it will be it will be impossible for you not to start. It will be impossible to you not to implement it as God will be giving you a burning in your heart. A confident in your heart. No fear will stop this business. He shall manifest and make profit in the name of Jesus. That the Bible said that once every three years in return carry gold, silver, and apes and baboon. Hey. Solomon, every three years there was gold that these ships were bringing to him. Amen. Not only that, even he even carries the apes and baboon. Amen. He end up having his own zoo. Amen. Ah, you can be rich where you can even think of having a a wild animal as your pet. Amen. Yeah. 
Yes. If you if you are still thinking about the dog, that means you are not there. Amen. You must Amen. be rich until you think about uh, maybe a, a, maybe a tiger can be my dog. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Solomon, he was so rich that he don't know what to do anymore. Amen. May you be so rich where we know that our money it is to win souls in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you be so, may money be not be a problem until you reach a level where, hey, when it is time to offer, to give to the gospel, it's not a problem. You don't think about it. You have got a surplus. You have got extras. Amen. Where you take money out of your account and you feel nothing. Amen. May God take you to that level where you feel nothing when you do transaction with money. Amen. Say, oh God, raise me up financially. Make me a kingdom financer. In the name of Jesus. Ah, you know, when you are reading, if you read from verse number 14 going downwards, you will realize Solomon gold, it was nothing. What was gold to Solomon? It was too much. May minerals report to you. May minerals be report to you. May you own gold. Amen. Amen. May you own coal. Amen. May you own iron ore. Amen. May you own silver. Amen. May we own minerals in the name of Jesus. Amen. As I'm wrapping up, let me tell you something. The Bible says that our Father created heaven and earth. Meaning that heaven and earth, meaning that even these mines and the minerals they are mining wherever they are mining, nobody created them. Our Father did. Amen. Then this gold belongs to our Father. This coal belongs to our Father. That's why you deserve to own mines. Amen. Sometimes you're never going to possess it if you don't think about it. God is putting gold here to show the so that you may begin to think about it and you may begin to do what to possess it. Amen. Because you possess what you what you think about. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm trying to say to you this afternoon, God is already giving them to you. Amen. Just try. Amen. Just begin to try that tender that looks to be too big. Amen. Just begin to try to have a mining license. Amen. He, spiritually, it has been given to you. Only what is left is manifestation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, angels. Amen. Bring my heart there. Bring my heart there.
Bring my miracle. My testimony. My blessing. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't forget today it's a it's a Sunday we are still in our campaign to give every Sunday let us try by all means and not only try and do and go and give somebody who is in need even those two slices it means a lot to somebody who is eating from dustbin Amen. even if it's a fruit for somebody who have been eating rotten fruits it means a lot then today we're going to give them a fresh fruit, a fresh bread, something which will touch their heart. Amen. And to those who you don't know who to give, you can give to the ministry. As we do it, we are doing in your behalf. Amen. And I want to say to you, have a blessed and a successful day in Jesus' name. Bye-bye. Everybody have a blessed day, night and morning and afternoon and night. Amen. Bye. 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 Bye.